Welcome to Radio Arizona RV, episode number three. In this episode, we're going to be talking about trailer tire safety and essentially how to maintain your trailer tires, whether it's a boat trailer, travel trailer, fifth wheel, cargo trailer, utility trailer. Essentially, any type of trailer like that has the same tire issues. So we want to pay close attention to this as we discuss various ways where you can extend the life of your tire, but also save yourself some money and possibly, you know, a, a blowout on the road that could be avoided just by following a few simple steps here. But, you know, most people don't realize that trailer tires, they expire. They have an expiration date, if you will. It's not on the tire, but the tire's have about a five-year lifespan, according to the tire industry. And it's because of rubber oxidation, whether it's internal or external. The tires can wear out internally before the actual tread has worn out. You know, trailer tires only, or the typical trailer usually gets about 2,000 miles a year on it. We're talking like a travel trailer, a fifth-wheel trailer. That's basically, when I say trailer, that's what we're going to be referring to for the most part. So 2,000 miles a year, that's 10,000 miles in a five-year span. That's not a lot of miles. So the tire might look like it's in great shape externally, but internally, it's at the end of its life. And that's, you know, it's a hard pill to swallow because it can be a lot of money. You might spend $800 for a set of tires on, you know, a tandem axle trailer or $1,000, depending on what your, you know, what kind of weight factor you need, what kind of tires, where you're going. So we want to, you know, so there's a lot of variables here. But the main thing is really paying attention to the tires. Now, the sun is one of the things that can ruin tires externally. You know, trailer tires have constant weight on them. They're always under stress, whether it's in storage or going down the road. And we know going down the road, the stress is just increased because generally you have all your belongings in the trailer, food, clothing, things you're taking on your trip. So it actually has more stress on it than when it's sitting. But nonetheless, it's always under load. So you want to make sure that you maintain your tires and keep them covered while it's in storage. You know, we're going to discuss this a little bit more, but right now we're talking about the sun and exterior problem. So keeping the tires covered is the most important thing. You know, covered and even shaded is better, but covers are good. Whether it's a white cover, black cover, it doesn't seem to matter. As long as they're covered, you're just keeping the sun off the tire. That's the most important thing. I mean, heat can play a factor. But a, a, a 11 ounce piece of vinyl material that's black isn't going to increase the heat of the tire all that much. So it's really not an issue of, of it creating more heat. A lot of people bring that up when they come into our store. They don't want to buy black because they think it's going to ruin their tires. Well, actually a cover is a cover for the most part. Now some might disagree with me, but people with black tire covers aren't burning through their tires any quicker than somebody with white tire covers. So you have a lot of money invested in your tires. So you want to, Spend a little bit of money to protect them, and tire covers aren't that expensive. I know we make our own, so we sell them cheaper than most everywhere else, but you still want to buy them regardless, or make your own, put plywood in front of them, do whatever you want to do, but depending on where you're at, the plywood might not be good, because the whole tire, the majority of the tire is still exposed to the to the smog and different things in the environment. But proper inflation is another area where sometimes it, it just gets overlooked. It doesn't seem to be that important, and it's, you know, whether it's a passenger car, your truck, a, a trailer tires need to have their inflation checked at least once a month. And if you're doing a lot of traveling, you'd want to check it more often because, you know, a slow leak can create more heat on the tire and heat will destroy the tire and can, you know, cause a, a blowout. So you want to check your tires. You want to check them when it's 
when they're cold. You don't want to check them after you've been driving. Now, sometimes you have to do that. If you're uncertain, the tire looks like it's low, then you have to do that. But it's always best to check them when they're cold. And, of course, you know, the, the, the PSI is going to change depending on the temperature that's outside. You know, it's, it can be different. You go to high altitude, low altitude. These are going to make a difference. But the thing is to check the tires. And now on our website, we'll have this posted, a complete breakdown of all this, so you can really get in depth on it. And if you really want to be more critical about it and look at different things, then you'll be able to do that. You know, a sunny day versus a cooler day. You know, what kind of change in the tire pressure might take place if it matters to you. You know, there's nothing you can really do about it, just things to keep in mind sometimes if it's cooler out when you check your tire or if it's warmer out when you when you check your tires and you're getting ready to leave and the next day it's cooler, your tire pressure might be a little bit lower. So you want to, so if you want to, you can. It'll be posted on our website and there'll be a link to it within this podcast. So you'll be able to see it, but check your tire pressure and always keep it at maximum, not anything less than that. Always at maximum tire pressure. Your trailer's always loaded, so always keep the pressure at maximum, whether you're traveling or in storage. And get yourself a good tire gauge. Don't get one of these cheap piece of junks for $1.99 at one of these cheap tool stores that sells cheap, junky tools. Get something that's good. You have $1,000 invested in your tires or 800 bucks. Don't go cheap. That seems to be the common thing. Buy a good tire gauge, whether it's digital or manual. Just spend a few bucks and get something nice, something that's going to actually give you the proper reading, not a uh, within eight or nine to, uh, psi type reading. You know, when you're checking for your when you're checking your tire pressure too, do a visual inspection of the tire. Look at the sidewalls; are they starting to get cracks in them? Rub your hand across the tread. You know, is the tread starting to feather? You know, that could be an alignment issue. could be a wheel, wheel bearing issue. And all these things that create like a wear pattern are putting more stress on the tires and creating more heat. So you want to definitely get it fixed if you're seeing that. A feathering tread or cracks, you know, look into it. Don't just let it go. You know, have your tires, if you're uncertain, take them to a tire shop. Take them to a professional and get their opinion. So the sun can be damaging, so we want to keep our tires covered. Tire inflation is probably the biggest thing to tire blowouts, so keep your tires properly inflated. Maximum tire pressure and get a good gauge. Then also using, or excuse me, choosing the correct tire size and choice. It seems like tires sometimes on trailers, I know utility trailers, people just buy whatever. Yeah, okay, that's fine. You're probably around town, doesn't matter a whole lot, you know? putting on used tires, mismatched sizes, all that. That's fine. You know, if that's what you're going to do, you're not going out on the highway, you know, you're just on city streets, you're probably going to be good, probably forever. You know, you look at some of this junk going down the road, and it's amazing it even gets there. But that's me. That's my thought on it. I uh, I think you just buy what you're supposed to buy and put it, you know, and, and go with that because at the end of the day, you're probably saving money, and it's probably a lot easier to do that way. Sometimes it's harder to go cheap than it is to do it right. But anyways, stick with the right tire size. The manufacturers, you know, put a size tire on the trailer because that's the size that, you know, the the specifications would recommend. 
Now, you might decide down the road to go to a larger tire that holds more capacity because maybe you've put more stuff in the trailer, you've had it weighed, you went to a public scale, and you realize that you've, you're exceeding the weight of the tires. So you, you you can do that, but you also want to make sure your wheels are going to be able to take that excessive amount of weight and also your wheel bearings, your hubs, the drums, everything else, all the works together so if you're going to bigger tires make sure everything else can withstand it you know the bigger tire might not solve it might solve one problem but it might not solve other problems you know like failing wheel bearings or or leaf springs breaking because of the overload situation but you want to look at the the weight of the trailer it's going to have the sticker on the side and make sure your tires have the same or an appropriate weight rating so that they're not overloaded And any tire shop can help you with this if you're uncertain. It's not rocket science. So you have to take your trailer in to get the tires replaced so they can look at the the weight of the trailer on the side. They can look at the tires and make sure that they're getting you the proper load capacity. And also you want to look at, you know, the speed of the tires. You know, tires have a maximum speed. You know, your trailer's not going to be going 90 miles an hour down the road. Hopefully not anyways. (laughs) Seeing people do it, pretty funny, but... Nonetheless, you know, your, your maximum speed might be 65, you know, so you want to keep that in mind as well. You don't want to get a trailer tire that's only go 35 miles an hour when you need to go 65 just to, uh, uh, keep up with traffic and keep all your tires the same size. You know, they even vary from brand to brand. So it's always best to keep, you know, the same brand, the same size on your trailer. Now, of course, sometimes that might be difficult. You get a blowout out on the highway, you just might not be able to do that, or that tire is no longer available. <clears throat> but try to do that. It's an important thing to consider. And, you know, all t- tires have the size right on the side of them, so it's not real complicated to see. Mismatching tires creates a, a greater load on the other tires. It's going to have an uneven load, whether your tire has a higher load capacity or different sizes. And that mismatched load creates problems for the tire. It can actually help it, you know, help it to blow out prematurely. So, so we don't want to do that. Now, tires, trailer tires spend most of their life in storage. You know, it's, it's a fact. Even people that travel a lot of miles a year, generally that trailer is sitting in storage. Even when you're out camping, you have to consider that as storage because the trailer's not moving. You know, it's, you're using the inside, but you're not using the tires. So again, if you can, you want to keep your, your tires in a cool, dark place or as cool as possible. It might be impossible if you live someplace like where we're at in, in Arizona, where even in a garage is 150,000 degrees in the middle of summertime. Now that might be an exaggeration, but nonetheless, you get the point. It gets hot. So you're only going to be able to do so much. So you can't lose sleep over this, but you want to do what you can. You know, a dark, cool garage is ideal. So you want to cover them, though. I've said that. If there's shade that they can be under, that's even better. Keep the sun off the entire tire, wheel, the whole trailer for that matter. And then also when you're storing it, you want to put something underneath the tire. You know, a piece of plywood. It doesn't have to be real thick. But make sure that the plywood or whatever you use is much bigger than the footprint of the tire. You don't want the tire to be hanging off a two by six. Cause right where it's hanging off, there's a tremendous amount of weight there. And that's going to be breaking down that tire internally. You're not going to be able to see it, 
But you'll know it one day when you're driving down the road and that tire blows out because you're breaking down the tire internally. You're breaking the cord, so you don't want to do that. So have it on a larger surface, but try to keep them off of concrete, gravel, or anything. A little thin piece of plywood is always better. It's better to be safe than sorry. Then choosing the right type of tire. Quite often people just, like I said, go cheap. They get the the cheapest tire they can get, or they think putting a truck tire on is going to be good. There's all these variables. And, you know, ultimately you have passenger tires or passenger car tires, and you have light truck tires. Then you have special trailer. You know, it's recommended to use special trailer because those tires are designed for a trailer. A passenger car tire is designed for a passenger car. A light truck tire is designed for a truck or a, even a minivan in some cases. But a special trailer tire or ST is designed for a trailer. And it's going to give you the best ride. It's a combination of both. You get the, the comfort of a passenger car tire, a little more capacity of as a light truck tire. It brings the best of both worlds together, if you will. And you you should stick with what's recommended. You know, not try to come up with your own thing, because you might actually create other problems. You might put passenger car tires on thinking they're going to last longer, because on your Buick, they've lasted for, you know, seven years. You haven't had to replace them, or eight years. You've never had a tire go bad on your Buick. They've lasted you forever. Well, it won't be the same on a trailer, and it's going to be a completely different ride. So really, stick with stick with the special trailer tires if you can you know this is your decision but it's what's recommended by the experts and some or some tire shops they're just going to let you pick and choose and do whatever you want to do and that's fine but really try to do some research and see what's best for your trailer you know quite often what's put on it isn't always best as far as the brand but the size and the weight capacity might just be fine so you want to you know consider that Try to look at the bigger picture, the long haul of the life of your trailer and its tires and the the problems that you could avoid by putting on the right tires. And, of course, you want to look at the wear and tear of your tires. Keep an eye on them. You know, if they're getting big cracks in them or you see there's a the tread looks like it's starting to separate or even if there's cracks between each uh, each of the treads, those are indications that you're about to have a problem. So you want to watch that. Because, like I said earlier, the biggest expense can be all the other exam uh, damage that's done to the trailer. You know, you have to buy the tire when it when it uh when it comes apart, but also the holding tank or the fender skirts, and you know, some of these things are very hard to find. Like a fender skirt, they're very hard to find. You know, being in the RV business is not just like you go down to your local RV store and say, "Hey, I need a fender skirt for my whatever you have, your sandpiper trailer." It's not always that simple, and quite often manufacturers don't even carry these things. After these things roll off the assembly line, unfortunately, it's not like your car where you can just go get what you need when you need it. And also, when you're keep or keep your tires clean, you know, just wash them with soapy water and a brush. You don't need to use um a lot of um Armorall type products. I'm not calling Armorall out here, but you don't need to use those products necessarily. And if you want to use them, make sure they don't have alcohol in them or petroleum because those can actually break down the, start breaking down the tire externally. And if not anything else, try to use your trailer or at least drive it around if you can, you know, once a month. If you put 10 miles on it, those tires are moving. They're rolling. That's what they're meant to do. And the, as it's rolling down the road, the lubricants start coming out from the sidewalls and the tread to the internal part of the tire, which is the, 
probably the, the most important part because that's what breaks down more than anything else. So it might be a little bit of a hassle, but it can extend the life of the tires to at least get to the five-year mark. You know, you don't know until you start driving how long these tires are going to last. Recently, I had a friend who his tires were three years old and two of them blew out because they sit for most of the year. That's just the way it's going to be. Fortunately, he didn't experience any external damage, just the tires themselves. But keep it in mind, it's, it's, tires can be expensive, so do what you can to maintain them. But when it comes to five years, whether you like it or not, it's probably time to replace your trailer tires. So that's going to conclude this episode of Radio Arizona RV and information about trailer tires and keeping yourself safe and your family safe and maintaining them and trying to extend their life. So I want to thank everybody for listening. Again, this is Radio Arizona RV.